0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Nicole Eaton. She is the host of Rock Your Comeback podcast and the author of the Amazon best-selling book called Rock Your Comeback, The Down-to-Earth Guide to Reclaiming Your Power. Thank you for being here today, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat. Yeah, same. So, how is your podcast going for you? Oh,
1: the podcast is amazing. I actually just got off an interview with a guy named Paul Blanchard, who is phenomenal. But I feel like and I'm curious what you think about this. But with podcasting, I feel like I learn something new every day or learn a new version or take on the world or mental health or mindset. And it's the most fun.
0: Yeah, it is really fun talking to new people. I'm making new friends by doing this, and I've always wanted to know people from all over the world, so now I'm actually getting that done, and it's really, really cool. Um, I definitely learn things each time, though, yeah, when I talk to somebody, um, and then on the back end of it, I'm learning new programs and all the new things they're updating for us podcasters on how to launch our podcast and get it out further and all kinds of stuff like that. The thing they don't tell you about becoming like an entrepreneur,
1: even if you're in like, so I do mindset and manifestation and all that is that you do have to figure it out and you have to be willing to learn about the tech and learn about the stuff. And for me, that's like been a process of getting over my own bullshit of like, I can't do that or I can't figure it out or whatever blocks I've had around that is being willing to understand I'm capable of figuring anything out. There is a YouTube video that will show me how to do anything. I even (laughs) changed a car tire off a YouTube video. So if you're somebody who's like thinking of Uh, starting something or getting into something and you're scared of the process of it, just know you're capable. There are ways to figure out. You just have to have the mindset to be willing to go through with it.
0: Yeah. Last night I was on YouTube and I was teaching myself how to macrame. Oh my God. That's amazing. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So yeah,
1: almost done. I have a daughter who's, um she's 15 and she will just come down. She'll learn a new skill daily. She's like, I made this stuffed animal out of, you know, crocheting. And I'm like, you're incro-. like, I just, she's incredible with all of the stuff that she just shows up and learns.
0: <laughs> to yeah, that's awesome. Um, Yeah. So my podcast, I mean, we've been around since January this year. What about you? So
1: I've had my podcast for two years so my initial podcast um, was called rock your soul and mm-hmm. it was based off my first book and it actually and you can still go on to rock your comeback podcast and go all the way back to the beginning the first 16 episodes is the audiobook I was in the middle of a transitional phase and I was going to do like audible or something and then I was like you know what I just want people to be able to to listen to it. I just want to get it out there. And so I started rock your soul podcast. And then as we do go through transition. So four years later, I'm getting ready to release the, my latest book. Um, I just released a couple weeks ago actually. And I met with this business coach and he was like, are you still the girl who wrote rock your soul? And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, that was me. Four years ago, and in four years, I've moved, I've quadrupled my business. I've, um, it's just been, I live a whole different life than I did back in New York. And so it's, it's kind of like a rebirth of me with this podcast of Rock Your Comeback is literally my comeback into myself, into this version of myself, um, into this season of my life. So, it's been a cool process. I think if I added it all up between the new podcast and the old podcast, I'd be well over 200 episodes, I believe.
0: Wow. Isn't that crazy how that happens? You're just like, I'm a completely different person than I was a few years ago.
1: It's so funny. You know, I, we were talking briefly
0: before we started about
1: intuition and I'm very in tune with my intuition. That's something I really pride myself on. And you know, I had a thriving wellness center in New York, and I just kept feeling like I needed to be somewhere else. And it did not make any logical sense. Me and my husband are both entrepreneurs. He had a business there. I had a business there. And we ended up coming down to South Carolina to visit um a relative. And I was like, if it feels right, would you be cool with us throwing money down on something? And my husband looked at me and he just without a skipping a beat just goes, yeah, let's, let's do it. And we did. And we came (laughs) down and we ended up finding this little apartment. Um, and I was like, we're just, we're going to do it. We're like, we're just going to do it. So I, I mean, four years ago was living in New York and had a wellness center with uh, my business partner and another woman. Um, but we weren't, thriving financially, I would say we were kind of surviving and we had two young kids. And um, so when we moved, it was a massive shift in energy. It was a massive shift in lifestyle. I went from working in a wellness center with, with people, women constantly in and out of my space to working completely by myself. Like this is my office and you know I have a cat coworker and a dog coworker. And that's, <laughs> um, but it really, it really messes with you to change your entire way of living because you get to figure out like who you really are. And I talk about in the book, I talk about black hole moments and I wouldn't say it was a black hole because it was a choice, but it really forced me to ask big questions about who I am now. And, and it was so funny because I've had friendships from like kindergarten, like I've never really had to like work hard to make friends. And when I got here, I mean, I just knew nobody. So I was like going on girl dates and hanging out with, you know, people who it's so funny. Cause I I've never really looked at friendships this way, but I was like, man, I really like this person. I don't think I want to hang out with them again. And it just was like this separation that some people are really for you and vibe with you and can be amazing people that you still don't connect with in the same way. And it's just I have a whole different perspective on life, on myself, on my confidence and insecurities, um, on abundance for sure. That's been a massive thing over the last of four years. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely not the same person I was four years ago. But who would have known, you know? <laughs> yeah, who would have known?
0: But if you were to tell yourself four years ago that you'd be in South Carolina doing all these things and you probably never would have believed it.
1: (laughs) So funny that you say that because I was teaching manifestation at this rooftop event in Charlotte. And I was talking about how when you're manifesting, the most important thing is, is to release like how it has to happen for you. Because if I would have gone back 10 years ago, when I was working strictly as a mental health counselor, and been like, okay, so in, you know, 10 years, you're going to be teaching manifestation on a rooftop in Charlotte because you live there and you're going to be, you know, promoting your second book and you're going to be on a little book tour and you're going to, like, if I would have been able to tell that version of me, all of those things, that version of me would have for sure rolled her eyes and probably (laughs) put me off and felt like, yeah, okay, keep, you know, taking whatever drugs you're on, you know. You just don't always know where your life can go, especially when you're in it, which is like why I get so lit up and passionate about reminding people of their power because you just don't, you can't look at your current circumstances as it for
0: you. Yeah. There's always more and everything works out like we were saying. So, (laughs) um, yeah, if I told myself a year ago that I would have a podcast, I'd be like, what? No. Or even a little earlier than that, I guess. I guess actually I've been doing this for like a year now. So a little earlier than that, but still like I'm, one of my goals seriously was to meet people from all over the world. And now I'm actually doing it. So that just, it excites me a lot and I love it. Um, But yeah, going back to like the entrepreneurship though, like this is work. This is definite work. Like, I don't know if I really knew what I was getting myself into (laughs) because coming up with topics by myself every week is so hard. (laughs) So I love interviews.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it's. When you put yourself in a new circumstance, like no matter what it is, you just learn so much about what you think you're good at and what you're maybe not as good at. And I know for me, I flow in seasons of creativity. And so there's times where I can pop out content all day. And there's times where I'm like, brain, please work. <laughs> What's got something's gotta be happening up there? But there's just there's seasons and flowing with wherever that content production can get hit on a high note and, and rolling with it, I think is like knowing yourself and every season and every like little capacity of your life, especially in entrepreneurship, knowing yourself is a superpower because then you know how you work best. Like yesterday, I had a meeting in the morning and then I said, I'm taking the rest of the day off. I just got back from Italy. I am jet lagged. I'm tired. i I need to take the rest of the day off. And so I did and I did I didn't move off the couch. I looked like a, you know, trash panda and it was the best day. And then I woke up this morning. I'm like, oh, I have all this energy and I have all these wonderful podcast meetings today. And I don't know. You just have to learn to listen to your flow. And when you're forcing something, you have to know when to slow down or stop.
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm actually working on that so much lately. Somebody bullet pointed basically my human design chart and they said you really need that life work balance. And I'm like, okay, that makes new- a lot of sense, huh? It's your human design. Uh, so if you go on myhumandesign.com, you punch in like your birthday, where you were born, and stuff, and it pops up this weird looking chart of like a person, but there's like numbers and shapes all over the body and stuff. Oh. My friend went from this uh find a guest group on Facebook. Now we're actually friends, her and I, but she like, she knows how to read these charts. And it's crazy. Like it's all aligned with astrology and all kinds of stuff. And she said, you really need that work-life balance. It's also really hard for you to finish a task. And I'm sitting here like, I have like five or six books that I haven't finished. And, like, and I have a-, a Am I a projector? Your
1: design. Like, what's your personal design?
0: My personal design? So
1: I'm a manifester
0: by design. Okay. Design. Okay. Um, I, I only have like the bullet points and audio from her, but those are some things that I remember just because they were like really true. Um, But it's really interesting, actually. I didn't know what human design was even before I started talking to her and she told me all about it. (laughs) Human design changed
1: the absolute everything way of how I function in business because I am a manifester by design and there's three designs out of five that aren't built for hustle culture. Mm -hmm. And so for a while, when I first started, I was trying to like fit myself into hustle culture of like, go, go, go and connect, connect. And I just, I was so burnt out. And it took me forever to realize, OK, I am the initiator in my own timing and I cannot force other people to be on my timing. Um, and I but when I decide something, that's really powerful for me. And mm-hmm. when I go after something, it's really powerful for me. But rest and play are also like absolute necessities within my workspace. So I'll, I'll, yesterday I did, um, I answered emails from the bathtub. Like I create space for myself to be relaxed in a work environment as much as humanly possible. Cool. I like that. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. I had so many podcasts yesterday and the day before, um, actually the day before I barely had any breaks in between, but so yesterday I was actually, I made my dream board finally. So I was just working on that in between my podcast and just like zoning out on that. Cause for me, if I don't have arts and crafts, like I go insane. So I need that sort of break and rest time to just concentrate on something else. Um. <laughs> so are you creating a vision board? Yeah. A vision board, dream board. Yeah. 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 I'm I finally like did it. Huge,
1: huge manifestation girl. And, um, yeah. It, and and I just, I have this like core belief that everything always works out for me and it's never failed me. Actually, can I tell you a fun little manifestation story about, sure. so one of my base beliefs is that everything's always working out for me. Feel free to anybody who's listening to adopt it because it just makes, it makes life easier because then when things come up that aren't, aren't, aligning, you can take it as, oh, okay, this is part of the plan of how it's going to work out for me. I don't even have to get worked up. I don't have to get upset. Uh So everything's always working out for me. And I went to Italy and I booked this Vespa tour, like Vespa sidecar tour around Rome. I was so like more than anything else in Rome. I was like, this is going to be the best time of my life. I show up and, um, they are completely full and they don't have enough for us. I'm like, what the hell? So I look at my ticket Well, I booked for April, I booked for April, um, (laughs) August. So I was April, 2024, I guess we're going to have to go back, but, um, So they tried to get me in the next day and they couldn't because I was leaving to go to a different city. And I ended up reaching out to a different company that I found online. And this guy was like, yeah, I've got plenty of space tomorrow. Well, it ended up being just me and my husband on this tour. So it ended up being, becoming this like eight person uh, or eight Vespa tour to just this personalized tour where this local took us around rome and showed us all these places that i would have never even known existed we ended up having like a drink at this like local tavern and he walks in and everyone's like stefano and there's like old men playing poker <laughs> outside and we ended up at this um this park overlooking all of rome and you know with this guy playing like the violin and it was just like the perfect absolute perfect day but only because i fucked up first <laughs> It's always working out for me and even my mess ups are part of it. And I think when I talk about manifestation, I think about that a lot of like, what if we didn't get worked up about every little thing that went wrong in our life and instead of looked at it as an opportunity for it to get even better.
0: Mm-hmm. That's something I would do. I would totally book a wrong ticket or something because <laughs> me and numbers are just like, they don't compute all the time. <laughs>
1: I have emotional intelligence on my side and God knew I would be uh too
0: powerful if I was great at math and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously. That's really cool. It sounds like an amazing vacation.
1: It was amazing. One of the things that, you know, I talk about in the book is like Sometimes when we're stagnant, we can feel like our soul's pulling us towards different directions. And we don't always know why, because it could look like things are going really well, or looks like we're in a job that we're um, making a lot of money at, but we're just not, something doesn't feel quite right, or in a relationship that just something doesn't feel quite right. And our soul can be pulling us somewhere else that we need to experience. And so I I felt that way about Italy for the longest time of like, I don't really even, you know, have time in my schedule to be perfectly honest to go to Italy. But I had this poll and I don't know if you're on TikTok at all, but I was on um, TikTok and this cooking class came up in Positano and I was so interested in it because it just looked like I love to cook. And it just looked like a dream. You pick all your own fruits and vegetables on the side of this cliff. It's overlooking the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life, like just whole cliffside in Positano. And then you sing and you dance and you cook these traditional recipes that have been passed around in this family for the last 70 years. And it's at the, one of the most well-revered restaurants in Positano. So these are all like people travel really far to go to this restaurant to get these recipes and I was able to cook with them so I ended up reaching out to the company or the restaurant and I was like do you have anything in the next couple years like I'm just curious of what your availability is and she's like I had a cancellation this morning for for October August uh whatever it was and I don't have anything else for two years. And so I was like done sold take it my husband gets home and I'm like I booked us a cooking class in August and he was like okay and I'm like it's it's in Italy so we we'll have to maybe figure that out um but it's amazing because sometimes when we feel pulled to go somewhere uh it's restorative or healing in different ways than we originally planned and so I got to Positano. Positano is the most magical. I don't know if I'll ever go any place that's more beautiful in my entire life. Like I just don't, I'll go back there a million times, but I just can't envision being in a place that feels more magical. Um, the theory and like myth behind is behind the city is that it was created by Poseidon for his lover. So it just feels magical and it has this special energy And the whole time I'm there, like I've been pushing, I had, you know, I had the rebrand with my podcast. I have an online membership called the comeback club that I built and released in May. And I, you know, just pushed out this book literally on Tuesday and I left on Saturday for this trip. So I have been going, 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 hustling, hustling. And I'm just sitting out on this boat. We went on a sunset cruise and I'm sitting out on this boat with this man who is talking about how he's, he like invited us to dinner because him and his three-year-old son catch the crabs on the shore when they get back in and they take them home and it's just this way slower way of living and I was like oh this is my sign from the universe that I need to slow down a little bit and embrace the time and the connection with people and reprioritize things and so sometimes our soul pulls us places even Italy even these magical wonderful trips that we can go on or even smaller places even down a different road even down uh to connect with somebody at a different coffee shop like the universe pulls us in different places to help us find our alignment and the messages our souls need but it was the trip of a lifetime and if anybody ever gets to go 10 out of 10 recommend messing up your vespa tour so that you can you know <laughs> find a better one
0: <laughs> yeah that sounds amazing and I've always really wanted to go to Italy and for some reason I feel pulled to go to Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. never been, but yeah, I'll go one day. Um, have you heard of, I think it's called astral cartography.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Have you ever done that?
1: Um, I, I did at one point, I, f- I figured it out. Um, there Again, TikTok, there's somebody on TikTok who does that. And that's how I even heard about it. But it was so interesting because so just like speaking on, you know, this move that I did uh, and feeling like called here, I swear when I moved, I opened up abundance portals, like something shifted energetically and um, everything that I had been doing for the longest time. I mean, I, I had my business for like six years prior to moving. It's like it all just started working the minute I arrived. I had a different company that I mean, I still have that company, but I have another company that just overnight, just multiple six figures, like it's just like something when you're in the right space and you're in the right energy that I think you're in a state of receiving for for abundance, for money, when you're aligned with yourself and you're making choices in alignment with yourself. I really believe that that is part of it, too. But definitely, like, feeling called to different places um, on the map really matters.
0: Yeah. I filled out, you know, like, my birthday, time of birth, whatever, for the astral cartography chart I was looking at the other day. It did cross Reno. So I am in Reno. I didn't ever feel called to move here. It was more of, like, my boyfriend at the time. His dad lived here. So we moved here. But... I stayed here though. And I found my business. I started my podcast. I met a lot of new friends. I met my boyfriend here. So it was just meant to be. And now him and I are thinking about moving somewhere else. So I can start growing my business more. Um, and maybe he can get a really good welding job somewhere else. Cause he's in school for that right now. So ah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: possibilities are endless. And like, the cool thing is, is like, we can we don't have to act on like the polls to do something right away. Like we, I felt called to move here for about a decade before I actually moved. Like yeah. I, I had a Twitter post back in 2013 that said, I think I'm going to move to South Carolina. I didn't move till 2018. <laughs> so we can, we can have these feelings pull us somewhere without doing it for as long as we need to get ready to do it. And sometimes we're just super ready and then we can dive in. But when we listen to our intuition and we let that guide us, it'll keep knocking on the door until we answer anyway. So it's up to you to like, you know, sit with it and, and invite it in more and see what, you know, what's the next right step for me. And I always pose questions to the universe. I talk about this a lot in the book, but I always pose questions to the universe of like, what will you have me do next? Like what, what will you have me do today? And I, you know, show me how good this can get, show me a better way. And, and I invite the universe in to help me stop trying to figure it all out on my own. Cause like I was saying earlier, like if I would have gone back 10 years ago and figured out how I was going to be teaching manifestation and writing books in Charlotte, North Carolina, I would have rolled my eyes because there was no clear pathway to that. But Asking the universe for help gives us the pathways that we don't see because we only know what we know,
0: you know? Yeah. My friend always says, marry the process and divorce the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Stop planning.
1: Thrive thrive in the process. Be in the process. There's no final destination to any of it. So if you can get in the moment of like feeling through things and, and I'll be the first to say that I'm more of a risk taker than most people. Like I I we put money down in August and we were gone by November. Like it was, and we had a house, we had the kids in school, we had two businesses. My husband's business was in a different state for almost a full year without him. Like now he has a massive complex here, but like, there's just all of these, all of these pulls internally. And when you f- start following them, it's like things will start lining up for you. And I'm, I'm a big believer in that. When you have that dissonance inside of you, when you have that difference between where you are and where you want to be, and that's all you're focused on is where you are and where you want to be, then it's harder to get there than just knowing that every day you're getting closer. Every day you're stepping into your best self. And I think that makes a world
0: of difference is how you're looking at your life and where you're at versus where you want to go. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely a risk taker too. I got a compliment the other day that she was like, you know, I really admire how you just go for things. You don't really think about them too long. You just do it and you go for it and you try things and that's how you learn. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I'm a fast decision maker when I really feel like something is right. Like it didn't take me too long to decide to do this podcast. It was more of like an imposter syndrome type of thing in the beginning. <laughs> but i got over it and i was like you know i'm just going to do it because everyone else is just doing it you know
1: you might have, like why like why not mm-hmm. what, i always say to people like what is what is the risk to not doing it you just stay the same like you just you keep going in the direction wishing you would have done it exactly I'm a massive proponent of failing and I'm willing to ask really ridiculous questions to people all the time. Like ask, you know, um, I, my book was on the bestseller list today and it was next to Cody Rigsby. I don't know if you do Peloton at all. Mm -mm. Okay. So he's like my favorite Peloton instructor and he just put out a book and it was number three and I was number six. And so I, he like responded to my story that I had like tagged him in. He was like, so cool. Congrats or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to ask him to be on my podcast because, oh, yeah. (laughs) Chances are he won't answer or say no. But if that's the worst thing that could happen is that I could feel a little sad or embarrassed for a few minutes, then it is what it is. The outcome might be way better than that. But like, I think that people get stuck in the fear of the feeling of if it doesn't work, that they don't do it. Yeah. But
0: it's
1: a fear fucking feelings <laughs> so, yeah and what if it goes right if what if it goes right <laughs> it goes better than you can imagine
0: you know yeah exactly yeah the universe though is a, it's a crazy character
1: <laughs> I think it the more you play with it the more magical things feel the more intentional things feel the more purposeful And aligned and exciting and that's that's the best part about being human in my opinion like I felt like for the longest time before I got into intuition and and all of that like it was just like life felt fucking hard all the time and it felt hard without purpose let me like be clear like I I got married when I was 19 I had my daughter oh gosh I must have been just before I turned 21 and everything felt hard. We were so broke. We were so, uh, just on our own. We didn't really have support or anything with the kids. And, um, I mean, it became a game of like, what utility are we keeping on today? You know? And, and so it was so hard all the time. And then I remember, I remember I, I was going to school for mental health counseling at that time. And so I knew all about mindset and this is why, this is why I do what I do now is because I knew all about the importance of, of the mind and like changing your thoughts and cognitive behavioral therapy and all that stuff. Right. But what I didn't know is that there's like an energetic component to it too, that you can start to shift your belief. You don't have to go from being feeling insecure to, you know, being totally confident. You can go from feeling insecure to feeling a little more confident feeling a little more okay with yourself and that that stair step is going to not only help your mindset but help you energetically move out of that place and so i started to play with this idea of manifestation and then it became more pressing that my thoughts mattered to me you know and it be- it became more important the thoughts i was thinking and i didn't have to think that things sucked all the time i could think that things suck for today and maybe tomorrow'll be better and it just allowed me enough belief that I wasn't doing this on my own and I didn't have to do the healing completely on my own and that I could feel a little bit better, um, that it just started. I mean, it started to change everything because knowing mindset works and knowing it, you know, changing it works is a nice idea, but thinking that there actually might be a reward to seeing things differently, that when you start to see things differently, you also start to see doors open because you're seeing things that you didn't know were there before, because our brain is a Google search bar. And that what we tell it, we, we look for in our, in our internal memory space and we look for in our external world. And when I started to do that, I mean, it, it is magic, but it's not, it it was more of the situation of, okay. So my husband went from a commission only based job to, to a consistent uh, salary job, you know, a daycare position. We were paying $16,000 in daycare and making $30,000 a year.
0: Oh man. Yep.
1: And, uh, but a daycare free, a free pre-K program finally opened up. Um, and so that saved us 15,000 a year. So it was like, when you start to believe new thoughts in your world, new opportunities to see new things open up because that is the the neuroscience but there's also that magic and intuition and energy that that gets to help you make your life better and i think i mean that's why that's why i wrote rock your comeback it is literally the guide of how i got out of the deepest depression of my life the most broke i've ever been in my life to the world i live in today which is very far removed thankfully from that version of myself that was in that space
0: that's really, really cool. I should read that. Book. <laughs> yeah, let me know. I'll send you a copy. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, yeah. Cause you know, our situation here is not the best. We've been struggling with money for a while and my boyfriend's more of a spender. I'm more of a saver. Um, but I know that I think, well, I know I should be more of a spender because I need to believe more in abundance and just being available for things to happen. Like you were just saying, you're just making yourself more available by thinking more positively.
1: Yeah. And it needs a challenge, especially when like you're in that black hole of debt or you're in that black hole of scarcity. Like it's really hard and can be challenging to move out of that space. But the reality is, is that abundance is an energy. And I'll tell you one of my favorite, like, hacks for that is that I used to get a bill in the mail and have a panic attack I mean I would have a meltdown because I knew I I didn't know where the hell that was coming from like there was just more things going out than there was coming in by a long stretch and I started to decide that my relationship with money was going to be different and I think like sometimes the decision of things being different is one of the most powerful things you can do is just decide it can be different. And so I decided it was going to be different. And I decided that every time I put money out, it came
0: back. Yeah. It's every- an exchange of energy always circulates back
1: to me because there's always more than enough of it. And so then I started to play with the idea of, okay, what if it comes back two times, twofold. And so I lived in that energy for a little while until I got a little more comfortable And now I live in the tenfold energy. I live every time I get excited to spend money or to pay a bill or to pay taxes. Like I get so fucking excited because the more I put out, the more comes back to me. Like it just keeps coming back to me. And it's so funny because like no matter how hard you work on your abundance mindset, if you've come from scarcity and you've come from debt and you've come from being super fucking broke, it's always there. But Uh, If I can stay in the energy of abundance and remind myself that no, it just, it gets to work because it gets to work and it gets to work because I am a positive force in the universe and it gets to come back to me that when you have that, that mindset in that energy of just knowing you're supported. And the thing is, is even at our worst, like we were always supported. I remember this one time we had this really hard time paying. Oh God. It was like our mortgage. I think it was like, we just weren't coming up for the money for it. And I looked at our bank account one time and it just had like, like we were always the type of people like our bank account was under like $600 at all times. Like if if it was above 600, it was a real great day. And so I remember looking in our account and it was like $3,000 and I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not right. And um, it was from Carnival Cruise Line. Somebody had like, mistakenly put it in our account. So I'm like, I'm going to get in trouble for this because like (laughs) not my money. I don't want anything coming out. I called Carnival Cruise Line. I called my bank. They had no record of it. Nobody had no, any record of this money. (laughs) And I like surrendered myself. I'm like, I don't know what I did or, or why you're giving me this money. They're like, we have no, no record of this money coming from us to you. And so we never had to do anything with it because they didn't have anything on the record that they deposited some sort of credit or account credit to us. And it paid our mortgage for like two, three months, I think. Wow. But it was just like, every time we've been at the lowest of lows, I was always taken care of. And, and I think for most people that they can see spots and light in their black holes where they were taken care of even in hard moments. So it's really about amplifying that energy, that gets to come back because it gets to come back and you can't believe what you can't believe but be willing to be open to believing something new is a powerful tool
0: yeah definitely I've really been working on this like like the other night I was like okay all the meat we have in the fridge is frozen because I wanted something for dinner and I was like you know what that Mexican place though is right around the corner and I haven't been there yet so I was like you know what I'm just gonna do it it gave me some anxiety for spending 30 bucks, but I was like, you know what? I get paid later this week. Like it's coming back. It's not that bad. Like, so I was just like, you know what, if I I need to keep doing this because it will come back. So.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's a universal law is just giving yourself permission. And the more you can stay out of the anxiety and get into the pleasure of it, it will help and not tell anybody to go be a reckless spender. Reckless spending is just a low vibration in general. So that's not what I'm saying, but I'm, I am saying that you can begin to trust that this money can circle back to you. And then you get to play with like expanding on that. And that's the cool thing about any belief we have is that we can begin to loosen up the belief by just trying on something new or trying on a new thought. We don't have to dive into like, well, no, I'm a millionaire. Like that's the law of attraction bullshit that people hate and don't and 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 try and then they're like oh this doesn't work the, the reality is is that when we start to loosen up the belief it will work but we can't go from zero to 60 we have to go from zero to one, 1. 1.5 like and then we can go from 1.5 to five and then we can go from five to ten and then we can keep building on the belief but I definitely didn't start off manifesting the amount of money I make a month I started off manifesting 500 dollars more or $200 more at some points, you know, like just a little bit more. And then you can kind of expand on that as you feel aligned with it and feel, and you can feel into your body for that to see
0: what's aligned. Yeah, definitely use your intuition. (laughs) Never steer you wrong. (laughs) Awesome. Trying to think of anything else. Any other questions? Um, But I am really interested in reading your book Um, because I feel like we probably have a similar story in the, yeah. the debt part and everything. And yeah, receiving bills is not fun. So I'm still in that situation. I'm trying to climb out of it more and more every day. I'm definitely working on being more spiritual, going with my intuition and manifesting things and not not well yeah just being more positive seriously
1: <laughs> having more fun yeah yourself doing things that feel fun putting yourself in a position where you're playing more like being present in the moment you can manifest all day but if you do the manifestation and then you panic about the bills like you cancel it out and yeah. I don't think you it out entirely but but you, it's like saying, I want this, but I'm here and I'm committed to being here and I'm committed to my mental spot being here. I know when you have that difference, (laughs) it's a lot harder to be on the same floor. But if you can find like something throughout your day to feel a little bit excited about, or a little bit more, um, joyful towards like those things, those stair steps of emotions matter just as much
0: yeah that's why I think taking breaks in between stuff is really important because, like my little arts and crafts things like I really look forward to that, so just doing little dopamine hits of stuff you like to do, I think that really helps, and yeah I mean, I'm gonna keep working on it
1: <laughs> I'm tearing you on I'm cheering on, and if anybody is interested in grabbing the book, it's on my well, it's not everywhere um but if you want to help me out, it's on my website, uh, <laughs> NicoleEaton.com. And if you type in the code COMEBACK, all capitals, it will get you $5 off. Ooh. So, and I hear it might be on Kindle for pretty cheap for the next week or so.
0: so okay. That
1: out there. <laughs>
0: so NicoleEaton.com. Yes. For your book. All right. And then do you have a free workbook too?
1: Um, actually I, I, I have a free workbook that's associated with my old book, but it's still like a pop-up on my website and I can't figure out how to get it to go away. So we're going to leave it for a little longer. So yes, (laughs) if you go to my website and you wait for the pop-up, it will get you the whole workbook, um, to my book, which again is my podcast. So if you go back to like the first episode, so you can get all of the, the first book and the workbook for completely entirely free if you want to.
0: Right on. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Why not? For sure. Cool. Um. So yeah, I'll link that in the description of the episode and let me catch up with you really quick after, but thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. This has been fun. Yeah, definitely. I hope everyone enjoyed that because I did. <laughs> awesome. Have a great day.